It was years before it clicked for us. After years of conferences and coaching and trial and error, of course, mm-hmm. even though we had an idea of who we wanted to help, we were fumbling around trying to get clear as to how we wanted to help them. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this all too many times with so many Marypreneurs. And yeah, we know the struggle all too well. Yeah, so in this episode of the Marypreneur Life podcast, we're going to be sharing principles and lessons from the clear side, the other side of purpose to encourage you to to not give up. Keep going. So let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Hey, everyone. This is O.L. Buckley. And this is Sway. <laughs> so, how do my heels? I'm sorry. <laughs> I barely got out of that one. Um, <laughs> this is where we help high-achieving, mission-minded Marypreneurs who want to get more clarity, generate more income, and of course, leave a lasting impact. Good morning, husband. (laughs) Yes, in a culture of copy and paste, we're pioneering a path for pioneers to launch, grow, and scale their unique God-sized vision together without compromise. And if this is your first time here, we are so excited and honored to have you join us on the Married Pernod Life podcast. And if you're returning, what is up, fam? Glad to have you as well in the virtual building. So let's get into it, shall we? Yes, let's jump right in. Listen, you know, having clarity in your business uh, can be simple, but not easy. And many things can be Simple and we think that they're easy, but they're not. (laughs) I could simply look at the top of a mountain, but it's not easy to climb it. And so it's likely that if there's a lack of confidence, if there's even a lack of profitability in your business, that somewhere something is not clear. Somewhere in your business model, something is not clear. And so being foggy, and we know what that's like. Yes. There have been years where we were just kind of years, years. Say it again, years. Yes, many years, years <laughs> where we would go to you know conferences and then you know have those lunch breaks and we would go into the go into the lobby area and we would sit down and kind of debrief about what we just heard and what we just learned and it was like it made sense in the room <laughs> but when we went to go and try to like envision how that would work out in our business or our yeah. business model there was sort of this. Um, There was like this misfiring or disconnect. And so being foggy about who you help and how you help them will frustrate you. And oftentimes we've noticed Mm -hmm. from being coached and coaching so many marypreneurs, Mm -hmm. this is usually where the biggest trip or hang up is. This is the biggest. This is, yeah, absolutely the biggest breakdown. Um, If you're not clear on your messaging and who you're like, who you're really, really helping and how you're really, really helping them. If you can't clearly articulate the results that they're going to get by working with you, by connecting with you on social or uh, whatever opportunities they have to be a part of your ecosystem, 
then it's it's going to be extremely challenging for you to really um, profit in your business at the level that you really can with the, at the, at that potential that's there and to reach it it's really it's really virtually impossible without having clear messaging um, and understanding how that messaging connects to your purpose like all of it connects together yeah and it's so interesting because like if we're totally honest even just being very very transparent with us mm-hmm. we knew we wanted like it took us a minute to settle in on marriedpreneurs and married entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and we knew we wanted to help them and so that part was like you know pro- came clear progressively but then mm-hmm. we were sort of grappling with okay how do we want to help them mm-hmm. and so we had to do and what help do they want and what help do they want <laughs> that part and so there was so much pivoting mm-hmm. that it was just like I man mean, are we ever going to get clear on this yeah absolutely and so really we're doing this episode of as we do with all of them to encourage you. But in this one in particular, it's really to encourage you and your purpose to continue to keep pivoting and pivoting is not bad necessarily, right? Pivoting really helps you clarify some things. So we want to go over three points with you when it comes to pivoting in purpose. Um, and just so you know, purpose does have pivots and just because you are pivoting does not mean that you're, you weren't in purpose before. Mm-hmm. And we said this, you said it a lot. We'll say it again that every skill that you've learned in one season, in one area of life, all skills are transferable. All experience is transferable. So Mm -hmm. there's nothing lost um, in the pivot. Sometimes people may feel like a failure because, man, I put all this work in and what do I I get from it? But it's not about that per se alone. It's really about what did you learn from it, right? Because if you don't learn the lesson, then you miss the value of that whole time. Yeah, I I just wanted to add to that. Mm -hmm. Just to be clear, think about it this way. And for those of you who have ever watched basketball, played basketball, you'll understand the context of a pivot. A pivot is literally one foot on the ground and the other foot is moving. Mm -hmm. And so you're planted in one spot, but you're moving on the other spot and you're not. Yeah, totally. That's so good. And then that changes your focus. Yep. Even though, yeah, that's so, there's so many. And sometimes people try to move both feet, but just plant one Mm -hmm. and tweak with the other, adjust with the other. That's so good. So (laughs) you want to go over the first point then um, that we're going to be sharing with them? Sure, sure. Clarity comes through resistance. There's always going to be resistance. You know, when you're pivoting, it's because you may be in the right direction. Mm -hmm. You may even be in the right area. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you've had to stop, before you just start running again, you want to just maybe say, okay, I'm here. Let me sort of survey and pivot and twist. And so clarity comes through resistance. So don't refuse resistance, but just tweak around the resistance. And resistance doesn't mean something is wrong. Yeah. It just means something isn't clear. Yeah, I think that's important too. And just a quick story. Um, for those of you who don't know, so we own individual businesses as well as working together in business. So we are a prime example of indie and couplepreneurs mm-hmm. all wrapped up in one. We've been spousalpreneurs too when we first got married. Um, so right now, um, there are businesses that I run. One of them is a creative arts staffing firm. And I remember when we first got married, I was already, I'd started this business way back in college. So it's it's been with me just as long as we've been together. Mm-hmm. Right? Just as long as you've been At with least. Me. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so that's kind of crazy. It is. 20 plus years. It's crazy. It is. Yeah. So anyway, um, with this, this particular business has had tons of pivots and um, it just ebbs and flows with different things with my growth, with, you know, the climate of the needs of the industry that we're serving, 
um, with just everything, right? And I remember there was a time when it really hit me and I had one, um, there was a, a system that I had in place that was not working for me. And I was working so hard in the business in one area that it was not, I was working harder in the non-revenue generating areas of my business mm-hmm. than I was in the revenue generating areas of my business. And it wore me out. <laughs> I had to add a clap. Yep. clap. Right. So I got to the point where literally I was on bed rest, working from my bed um, and with my laptop. And it was just bad. I mean, my body was reacting in all types of ways to that stress. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I remember. And I was like, I just want to quit. Like, I don't this is not what I signed up for. And by this time I was in it, I would say probably for like a good 10 years. Right. Because mm-hmm. that was right when we got married. Mm-hmm. I was doing it for a while. We knew each other 10 years before we got married. So that kind of brings that timeline together. And. I did not want to continue on. And then, but I didn't know what else I was going to do. I really didn't care. You know, when you get to burnout, you're like, I don't care, but everything just seems like a lot. And, but you asked me a question and you were like, well, what do you want to do? And like, what do you, what would you want this to look like? Y'all, I was so burnt out that I didn't even know. I didn't even have a vision of what I wanted it to look like. Well, what do I even want? Because I'd been so caught up in what I didn't want that that was consuming my world that I hadn't even I didn't even know how to think about or dream again and envision what it was that I really wanted. And so when you t- when you asked me that, I didn't know. So I just was like, I don't know. But what I did know, what I was clear about was what I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you have to start, even if you're in that place or have been there, you can understand. Sometimes you have to start from the place of I may not know what I want, but I know what I don't want. And so I started going down the list of saying, OK, I don't want this. I want it. I just went down the list of everything that I didn't want. And then that helped me clarify what I did want. And lo and behold, great great story like ending was that I changed everything and I was willing because I was willing to walk away from it I changed everything according to what I wanted because at that point I was clear about what I didn't want and so everything worked like everybody all the, I mean I went up in my prices I changed how parents and the customers are paying I changed like the frequency I changed all types of things like everything that I just didn't like I detested about it I, changed, I was like why am I doing this I don't want to do it change it all and I was expecting everyone to be like oh okay thank you well no thank you right everybody was like okay I said well talk on it how come I didn't do this sooner so that was just an, an area or instance where resistance was used to clarify yep. my purpose in that season and how to and how to walk it out. Sometimes resistance, I mean, yeah, it is it is a good thing and it mm-hmm. really it doesn't feel good, but it is good. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's the first thing. Which then brings us to our second point and that is biz mo- business models, your business model. I said biz marquee. <laughs> right. <laughs> biz models move around before they settle in. Yeah. And if you even think about this just even in like I know for us when we um, in a very practical sense, when we first um, purchased our first home, mm-hmm. um, it was new. And so it was in a new area. Mm-hmm. And when it's new, it's trying to settle in, even though it's mm-hmm. it was on a, you know, the, the whole slab foundation was measured. All of the necessary things that go into building a a, a quality home uh, was used in in building our home, but it was new, mm-hmm. and everything could be perfect about how you're establishing and building your business model, but it still needs to settle in. There's these little nuances and factors that are going to um, impact your business model, and so sometimes we're looking for a settling mm-hmm. at the beginning, but a settling only comes 
after the systems have been worked a while, after you've implemented these yeah. things a while. And so you have to get used to that because even even in our home, we were, you know, after about six, seven, eight months, sometimes even a year, year and a half into we were noticing little cracks, cracks here, yeah. little cracks there. Or like and the nail heads would start popping. Nail heads would kind of start to come out because mm-hmm. the house is trying to find its Found settling it. place. And so we would have to go in and, and, and feel those cracks in and do all those little minor cosmetic things. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing with your business model. Mm-hmm. It's going to move a little bit before it settles in. And all you got to do is just go in, fill in those little cracks. Mm-hmm. It may be a crack in the messaging. It may be a crack in the delivery system. Mm-hmm. It may be a crack in your... In, in your legion or your lead nurture, all of those are going to have to all those little smaller systems, those macro systems have to settle in to the overall business model. Yeah. And I'll say this, too, with that, when we bought our house, our first house, um, that new build, the mm-hmm. construction, um, it's crazy because we hadn't that was our first home together. Mm-hmm. First house. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and. <laughs> Our we didn't know like we just didn't know what we didn't know right so but the builders knew mm-hmm. the builders knew that it was going to take some time for the house to shift and they were prepared because they prepared us and, mm-hmm. the, and how did they prepare us they prepared us with those cans of paint I that remember. matched the wall they prepared us with any type of they extra gave us touch fillings, of paint. touch of paint fill in plaster stuff. and I was like why that. are they giving us and so we just kept it under the you know in the cabinet yep. area but then when that time came and stuff started shifting and we started noticing little things. We're like, oh, well, we have the perfect color paint to cover that up or we have the perfect feeling. And so the thing about connecting that now with business is I think it's really important just to expect it, expect the shifting to happen, expect the cracks to pop up. So when it comes, it doesn't like knock the wind out of you, you know, instead it's like, oh, I was ex- I, this is where it is. I knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. So let me just. We were aware and we were equipped and we were prepared. Yeah. So there's that. Yep. Which then takes us to our third point, and that is this. Anticipate change (laughs) while keeping your core. Um, You know, I I, I know for you. um, For me? Well, I was was, going to say, talking about you for the people listening. Oh. um, That even in dance, there's, and I'm going to, you know, ask, ask you to speak to this. How important is the role of your core even as you're going through movement? It's very important. So those of you who don't know, my background is in dance. I'm a classically trained dancer. I always need to say that because when you just say dance, people, I don't know what you're thinking. And so let's just clarify. Let's just let the people know. Um, I am a classically trained dancer. (laughs) My degree is in dance. Um, And when it comes to how important your core is, it's everything. It's like the core of the technique. If your core is not in place or engaged, then you're going to be all over the place. Like you're not going to be able to turn well. You're not going to be able to... um, to, to follow like whatever the piece of the choreography is mm-hmm. it, you're just going to be and you you won't be strong and if mm-hmm. you're not strong like the core is the is the strength of your movement and so if that core is not intact then um, nothing like everything else is just a mess so have you ever had to keep your core but then make smaller adjustments yeah I would have to make adjustments yeah I, I even you have to make adjustments in your core too if you realize that you're not, not at the, not at the expense of your core altogether. Oh, you mean make adjustments on outside of the core? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing in business. Mm-hmm. Tweaking degrees. Yeah. Tweaking degrees. Yeah. Sometimes there's this desire to just overhaul everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, wait, wait. Maybe it's just the messaging. Yeah. Maybe it's not your legion. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's your delivery system. Maybe it's not your lead nurture. You know what I mean? Maybe it's your whatever, your email subject lines. I, I mean, oftentimes there's this thing because... 
entrepreneurship can be so emotional. We're just like, oh, I'm just going to start all over. And it, I'm not saying that there's never not a situation where that may need to happen, but that's not the first response. Sometimes you yeah. just step back and say, okay, what about this isn't working? Right. And so one of the things that I know that we've learned over our time in business, and that is there's a big shift that is too swift, oh. will often cause a big mess and a lot of stress. What? Bars? Did y'all say it one more time for the people in the back? <laughs> a big shift that is too swift will often cause a big mess with a lot of stress. This is so true. A big shift that is too swift will often cause a big mess with a lot of stress. How'd that sound? Did I say it right? Yeah, you did. With the I right think you just wanted to rhyme. I didn't want to rhyme. I mean, had, let me, you let had me the win. Right cadence. Can I win? Can you I had win? The right cadence. This that was good. I had the right cadence. Y'all know, did y'all know that he used to be a signed artist and I'm um, going, he was on tour, so you know. His, oh, I love to tell He story. has albums. Y'all need to go Google. I'm about to th- throw it out there. Well, throw it out there, but I will throw this disclaimer. <laughs> I don't agree with everything I used to say. So let's Y'all throw like it out there. What was, what's his stage name? What's his stage name? I, I, I didn't agree with everything I used to say. So You don't agree with everything now that you yeah, used to say Yeah, I don't agree then. with everything now, now that I used to say then. then. Okay. So let that be clear. Brown Lion. I have been redeemed. Ah, oh, hey, glory. Thank you, Lord. But it's still <laughs> good music. I'll rock it. I mean, most of it. Whatever. I mean, I would. I'll, yeah. rock, I'll rock with you. I'll I appreciate rock it. it. But anyway, stay tuned because the next segment we're going to go over and join the journey together where we're going to go over practical steps and how to actually implement some simple, simple, actionable things, right? To yes. to start making sure that you all are not giving up and you stay strengthened in, your, in this walk. Okay, so stay tuned. to enjoying the journey together where we cover actionable steps for the content that we just shared so you all can implement it as well and start seeing results how about that how about it okay so real quick we're just going to go over one um but i think it's a really powerful actionable step Mm -hmm. do you want to share because i know you we were talking about it and we say it a little differently so how about you say it because you said well guys hear it men hear it this way and then i'll say it the way that i would say it for the wives I would say as you all are building just know that there's going to be things you're going to discover that's not going to work and so I would just encourage you to to remind each other um, when you figure out what didn't work get excited about that because oftentimes I guarantee you one of you is going to be tempted to say oh man we blew it or come down on yourself in some kind of a way but I want to offer, we want to offer a reverse perspective um, for you two to remind each other that when that happens, when you find out what didn't work, actually get excited about that because the quicker you find out what doesn't work, the sooner you, you, you the quicker you're coming to it, the sooner you will arrive at what does work. Awesome. And likewise, I would say the way that I would say it would, would be just as much as we get excited about and celebrate the things that do work. Likewise, to also celebrate the things that don't work just in that same manner, too. Mm -hmm. And so the step that we recommend for this episode is for you all to have a conversation um, about marriage and business and really just talk. And it can go something this is like a quick framework. It doesn't have to be like a template or anything just a framework but have a quite um ask each other a question around your marriage and the same question around business so for the marriage a question could be 
what do you f- see or feel is working in our marriage right now? What is working really well for you? Right. And you all may say something the same. You may say the same thing. You may say something different. That's important. And then likewise, asking what is not working. Mm-hmm. Right. And whatever yes. needs to be confronted, that's you confront it and you're able to start working through that part and changing it. So you're just aware of it. It's nothing is slipping or, you know, sliding under the rug. And so. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I just want to add this to that because I, I feel like this is a really responsible thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's a very true thing to say. Um, sometimes when we think about what is or what isn't, and those are very important questions to ask, mm-hmm. I want to also add to that. Don't be tempted to only look outward, but mm-hmm. also look inward, because sometimes mm-hmm. it may not be something outwardly that needs to change. Maybe it's something inwardly, mm-hmm. as in within you. That needs to change in order for it, mm-hmm. marriage slash business, to work. So you're saying asking yourself too. Yes. So that's very yes. So yes. true. So ask, and that's where as morning you- devotions come in because I know, like in my, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just be frank here in my prayer time, and you know, guys, I would encourage you to do this as well. Um, in my morning devotion prayer time, I may have something that may have happened that may have me frustrated, and I may be quick to blame something outside of myself, even my wife. And, and and I'll be praying and I'll say, okay, Lord, is it her or is it me? Is it this or is it something about me or the say? way I'm seeing it? He'll be saying it's, it's different every time. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. So, so I would just say look, look, look at yes. both and don't just only look outward, but also mm-hmm. challenge yourself to look inward too. That's so good. I think that's really, that's so important. It's equally important. So, um, and I was really talking about asking like what's working for the union, mm-hmm. you know, and that can be like, for example, when we talk, when we do our, our talks, we'll say, you know, what's been working for us. Well, you know, this week, what really worked well for us is that, you know, we stuck to a more, um, we're more, we're better stewards over our time together. Mm-hmm. We were, um, consistent with, um, making sure we did maybe we have like our we don't do workouts together as much anymore but maybe we individually do them so we come together just in a different headspace Mm -hmm. right so um i was thinking about that but i equally as important i would say that inward personal Mm -hmm. um responsibility like looking inward it's so important and then i would do the same thing for the business too so whether you're a spousalpreneur where just one of you is working a nine to five and the other one is working in the business or indiepreneur where you're both working and building two separate individual businesses or whether you're a couplepreneur and you're working and building the same business together it's also important to have this conversation for all three of these marriedpreneur types is going to look a little different, right, for each one. But just to have it together is really helpful because even if you're not building it, the businesses together, you're building a legacy together. And so, for example, if you're a couple or a spousalpreneur and it's still important to have a conversation with your spouse, what's going on in the business? How are things going? What's working well for you? Mm-hmm. You know, what's not working well for you? And then if you are playing that supportive role, which you would be, right, because you're a spouse, even if you're not in that business with your spouse, um, that conversation is still valid and necessary. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, I would say, to have these types of this type of conversation sometime this week, and we like to 
have it pretty often. I mean, we do our morning meetings, but usually at the end of the week, we try to look over like, okay, let's review and see what what, what went well, what didn't go so well and what we're going to do better the next week. So mm-hmm. hopefully this has been helpful for you all as um, it ha- as it, it is for us. Um, we just want to share this with you and then just to stay encouraged. OK, so make sure you connect with us. Uh, we are online over at, on IG at MarriedPreneurLife.com. Let us know what your takeaways are. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and then. Um, yeah, make sure you tag us when you're, if you're like taking a picture or whatever, let us know what, what, what your biggest takeaways are. That's always helpful for us so we can um, we can hear from you and know how we can continue to serve at the highest level possible. So until next time, keep walking purposefully, purposefully powerfully, and, and yes, profitably in, in sync. sync. Peace out. God bless. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? funny yeah yeah we here Hi, girl. okay <laughs> check it out it's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway back what? again. Another episode, press play, now again. you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And no, it's not as easy as one, one two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording